Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Teaching Kindness, the Bullies Be Gone podcast, with yours truly, Nate Webb, the founder of Bullies Be Gone. Here on BBG, I go into all things kindness, bringing in guests and experts from all wakes of life. And we are all here for one reason and one reason only, to help you and your kids get over bullies, get off social media, and love your lives. So come on in and learn how to live in a world where kindness is king. I'm your host, Nate Webb. Let's get to it. What is up, everybody, and welcome back. It is great to be at BBG. Empathy and kindness and compassion are two of the biggest strengths that someone can have at this day and age. And unfortunately, we live in a culture that promotes backbiting and comparison and self-hate with, you guessed it, social media. Today's guest is a master of compassion and is working hard to change cultures in schools. She is amazing. Her name is Brittany Schroeder, and you guys are going to love it. But first, gotta pay the bills. All right, everybody, we are back. Take two. Gotta love microphone difficulties. So today I have on with me the one and only Brittany Schroeder. She is the founder of the Compassion Club, an organization that helps implement curriculum in schools to help change culture to one of kindness and mental health awareness. She's experienced some serious loss in her life. And now she fights hard to help kids around the country. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Brittany. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Love the intro. It was better the second time. I, I think so too. I think so too. <laughs> so first off, how the heck are you? Where are you coming at us from? So I am um, in a suburb just outside of Houston called Spring, Texas. So um, I'm in Texas. It's bigger in Texas. It really is. <laughs> well, I'm so happy to, ha- to be here with you today. Compassion, kindness, empathy, they are a really, really big deal to me. And I feel that we live in a culture that kind of promotes comparison and self-hate. Um, like I see a lot of people trying to say, you know, we need, be, we need to be kind to other people and a lot of advocates for that, but not many people are being kind to themselves. And we see things like suicidality and depression and things like that rising. And it's really, really sad. So I am pumped to talk to you today. Um, so I guess, first off, tell us about the Compassion Club, what, what that exactly is. How did that come to pass? So um, like you'd mentioned in the intro, like I have had some tragedy in my life. And in May of 2017, my 14, almost 15 year old son tragically passed away. And um, he was just like, he was an awesome kid, like just awesome. But he, um, after, after his passing, we started, you know, the kids, his friends just started coming to our house and, and I always say as, as a young mom, I'd always apologize for him because he talked too much, like not too much, but just talk to everybody, always talking, talking right. to strangers, talking to everybody. And that ended up being like the biggest blessing to so many people. And he was just friends with everybody. He was, you know, he was in the gifted and talented program. So he was friends with all the academics. He, and then he was like a varsity wrestler. So he was friends with the, the wrestlers and, and, you know, just everybody in between just tons and tons of people knew him and he was friends and we saw that after his passing you know we saw these kids that that were struggling and you know we've always come my husband and i have always come from like a background of just serving and how important it is to serve others and Mm -hmm. um one of my favorite quotes by tony robbins is we only suffer when we're thinking of ourselves and so we you know we just were like okay like we we have to serve you know we we need to teach these kids like 
to, how can we teach them to, to work through like these hard, these hard moments. And we thought, you know what, we're going to, we are going to, we're going to teach them to serve. We're going to help them. Um, and one of the like amazing things that happened after our son passed away was we started getting these letters and we kept getting them like hundreds and hundreds of letters and messages and, and DMs and texts from a lot of these people that we didn't know and how our son had impacted their life through kindness and mm. compassion. And, and, you know, he was like a little entrepreneur and he had a, he would clean garbage cans, you know, like go power wash garbage cans. And we were receiving, I was getting letters in the mail from like these people that I didn't know that they would say, we didn't even need our garbage can cleaned. We just loved him so much and our kids loved him. And he would, he was just so friendly and, you know, but it was just like all these messages, you know, like a couple of them were like, I, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here today. Like he oh, literally wow. saved my life. And, um, you know, we just kept getting these letters and, and I'd always worked with teens. I was a high school senior photographer for years. And so, mm -hmm. um, you know, I saw, like, I, I, I saw the issues that, that these kids were having, but like, it was magnified with mm. like the tragedy and, you know, the kids were coming to our house and we're like, I, I could see they just, they weren't hanging. They could not, they just didn't have coping skills. They mm -hmm. were turning to drugs and alcohol, oh, and, man. you know? And so we were just like, we, we have to help them. And so in efforts to kind of help his friends and he has, um, you know, I have another, another son and a daughter um, in efforts to like help them grieve or like, l let's start this. And so I reached out to the district and, and just said, can, you know, can we have a meeting? And at the time I had a kid in every single school, you know, like elementary, middle and high school. Mm -hmm. And so, um, we met with the principals and just said, what would you think if we started uh, like these, like we'd call them the compassion clubs and we would start these clubs to help these kids. And, and they were super supportive. And so we started meeting with, with the kids, um, particularly the older kids. And, you know, we, we would meet with them and we would tell sometimes stories about Gage. And then we would do these activities, these random acts of kindness. And, you know, we saw how like the kids were just like coming together and they felt peace. The first um, compassion club meeting that we did at the high school there was it was standing room only like there wow. were so many kids just packed in there wow. and you know we saw like that there that there was such a need and so we started doing these activities at first we're like once a month and and but especially the, the high school kids they were like can you please do it more like it's like mm. the best part of my week and we were doing activities in the schools, you know, different activities like putting post-it notes all over the school that had words of encouragement. Or, you know, one time we we broke the kids up into groups and we did the club during lunch and we brought a bunch of pizzas and we just huh. said, go find somebody that's sitting by themselves and go start a conversation with them. And, you know, that. I yeah and i remember some of the girls coming back just in tears and we lived in el paso we were on the border so it's it's 85 percent hispanic and they came back in tears this group of girls and they had sit, saw this this kid sitting by himself and they sat with him and talked to him and he didn't speak english and oh. it, and it'd been like almost like it was to the end of the year and he said to these girls this is the first time anybody's ever talked to me 
since I've been in school and, you know, like that year. And so just like super like inspiring and moving stories. And, and one time we did after a home game, a football game, we said, um, we stayed after we picked up the trash so the janitors could have the night off to spend time with their families. I love that. You know, it was just, you know, just, we just kept doing all of these, you know, we would tell stories and then we would do activities in the community. And these kids, we just saw, we saw like a change in these kids where they were like, yes, like we could see them healing through, through service. So, um, with that, we, um, I started getting tons of messages from, you know, other parents and teachers and kids like on my social media and just saying, okay, how do we get this in our school? Like, uh, Mm -hmm. or my kid needs this, like they are struggling. Like, how can we, we get this in our school? And, you know, and then at that point we, that's when we, we formed a a nonprofit, a 501c and, um, I, I put together a board and then I put together a committee of like counselors, teachers, like administrators, parents, and we created a curriculum. It was like our labor of love. It took us about a year to put it together and we created a curriculum and I will speak at schools and we help them implement compassion clubs. So, um, that that's kind of how, how it started. And we, we sell the curriculum and the money that we get from the curriculum, we give back to the kids in the form of scholarships. Wow. So since 2017, we've given 25,000 in scholarships and grants. To oh man, that's awesome. Awesome kids. Yeah. Wow. So that's, that's kind of it in a nutshell, you know? Holy so. moly. I love that. So whew, there's, there's, there's so much there, man. I, I can't even imagine. I mean, I'm a, I'm a very young father. I'm 28. I have a three-year-old and I have a nine-month-old and I could not even imagine, not even fathom, you know, losing one of my kids, one of my own kids. Um, And I have, I'm so sorry for your loss. I am also so thankful um, what you guys were able to, to do with that loss um, that, you know, through, 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 through your boy, I mean, he's saved hundreds of thousands of kids past the grave. And there's, there's so many kids that are hurting right now, like who need compassion, who need kindness more than ever, because every single one of us, we have things that are going on that nobody can see. No one can see the biggest battles. You know, sometimes the biggest smile is the mask hiding the deepest sorrow. And, and everyone just needs someone that can, that, that, that can be kind with it. Um, So kind of switching gears here, based off of your experiences going into schools and being with the kids, especially these last, you know, four or five years, how has social media impacted like their mental health and, you know, the culture around all of it? Oh, don't get me started. Don't get me started. Or or maybe you do want to get me started. So um, <laughs> I, I, I think you know, there, there's several things like with social, social media. And, you know, I think it's different. I think boys and girls are affected in different ways. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But probably one of the main things that, that we see is um, we're not connecting with people and Mm. we're we're not building connections and, Mm. you know, like a hundred likes, you know, doesn't, it just pales in comparison to somebody actually physically coming up to you and saying, you look so cute today or, and 
putting their hand on you and touching. And so I think that like the social media, the negative effects of it is, it is like, we're detached. We're, we don't have these connections. We're, we're not seeing people. We're not seeing people's reactions. We're not, oh, you know, yeah. like, I think that the, the physical touch is so important. And one of the things like that I see with a lot of the kids is they are, can be surrounded by a bunch of people or have all these followers on Instagram, but those kids tend to be the loneliest kids, you yep. know, where they just feel so lonely and isolated because their their connections is their phone you know right and so i think like you know that that's a big one with social media i think with social media we are becoming desensitized and we're dehumanizing people so you know you know like you can say something to somebody like online that you would never say in person because in person you you see people's emotional reactions you know like if i could say something rude I can see that I upset somebody. I can see that I hurt them, but I think we're really like, we're becoming detached from it. We're dehumanizing people behind the phone. You know, like there's that, you know, there's just that missing thing right there where kids are, they don't, they don't realize like how, how damaging that oh, it yeah. is, the things that we, that we say and do. So, Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. yes, it is a big can of worms. And, Oh, I, yeah. I, social media is something I hit huge on. And I'm glad that when you responded, like, don't get me started. I was like, oh yes, yeah. do, please, do it. Please. Um, yeah. Because on, on, in all honesty, it is the biggest magnifying glass and mm -hmm. kids, like, especially teenagers, there's so much insecurity and fear in them. And mm -hmm. that gets amplified and magnified on the social media. That's why, I mean, they respond with hatred and fear and stuff because that's what's there inside of them. It's going to get, and you're handing a supercomputer with mm -hmm. this almighty app that's going to connect them to hundreds of thousands of people and expect it to go well. Mm -hmm. No, yeah. it's not going to go well. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, kids, if you're Dang listening, please just get off mm -hmm. of Snapchat. Just, just get off of it. Well, and okay. <laughs> but with that being said, it's probably more like the parents too. Like we as yes. parents, like- and I think it's like, and we need to do a better job of educating parents on it because I really think a lot of the problem is like parents don't understand. They think it's innocent. Oh, it's cute. They're on TikTok. They're doing these cute dances or whatever, but they don't realize really like all mm -hmm. of the things that they're being exposed to. I completely you know? so, agree because uh, yeah, a lot of parents, they have no clue. They think they that no it's clue. just, they have absolutely zero clue. And then a lot of parents also have the, Oh, it's not my kid. Like they hear yeah, the horror totally. stories that are happening. They're like, oh, not my kid. Johnny's fine. 100%. Nothing's 100%. Happening. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. oh, oh my gosh. If you guys only yeah. knew. Oh, yeah. man. I love, love, love this. So, yeah. So, what do we do moving forward? Like to help these kids that are struggling so much, um, to, to help our own kids, to help ourselves. We all hear about, you know, needing to be kind to other people. Um, but I feel like the issue kids are really struggling right now is to be kind to themselves, like the negative self-talk that they have towards themselves. We talked, you'd mentioned how boys and girls are, are they're, they're affected differently by social media. Mm -hmm. Girls more often feel like they need to change their bodily appearance and boys mm -hmm. more often are told how or who they should be loving, um, through, in, through their social media. And it causes a lot of self-doubt and self-hate inside themselves. 
And in turn, that gets directed towards other people. And so how can we reverse this? That is my big like, hmm, how can we reverse this? Help these kids out and teach them and help them to love themselves. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I think it's a good question. I think a lot of times, like, it starts at home. And unfortunately, a lot of kids, like, a lot of kids don't get that. They, they, yes. you know, like, they, that's in the Compassion Club, one of the things, you know, we teach, it's, it's set up where we teach 12 different values. And you would think it was things that like, you know, like forgiveness, charity, kindness, like, you think hey, that those divine are, nature, individual worth. Yeah, no, yes, just... <laughs> yes, seriously, seriously. For those so who you, don't know what I'm laughing about in our religion, yeah. there's a young women's values yeah. that anyway, yeah. And it's totally, yeah, it, absolutely. But it's like, if, if they don't get that at home, where are they getting it? Probably on social media. Like where, where are kids, where are they getting their values? You know, here's a good question is, you know, we can ask like who ask a kid like hey do you know who like amy coney barrett or somebody like that is and they'd be like who but if you say do you know who cardi b is they all know who cardi oh, b yeah. is oh yeah w yeah 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 and so i think that you know and i I've, I've gotten discussions with some friends before about like role models and i said you know who i want my daughter's role model to be i want to be my daughter's role model I want, I want my daughter to say, my hero is my mom. My role model is my mom. And so I think that we, we have to like, we have to, like, it has to start in the home. With that being said, not everybody has that opportunity. No, no. but parents out there that are listening that are wondering, what can I do? You can Mm -hmm. be your child's biggest influencer. You can love them louder than the internet hates them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Is that yours? Is that yours? That you is, to, like, that, that oh, is mine. Yeah. Plug oh my that. gosh. Trademark. Let's put that trademark up, put that. On that. A, yeah. You, you can help me with that after this. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, oh man, this has been so good guys, compassion, empathy, kindness. We all need more of it in our lives, but our kids need it, especially right now. And if yeah. they don't get it from you, they're going to turn to the internet and mm-hmm. the internet is going to cut them down. Um, just in wrapping, do you have any closing remarks, tips, tricks, anything for parents out there that are listening, trying their best to help their kids? Yeah, I mean, I think open communication is huge, Oof. you know, like cho- choose your battles, um, you know, and, and you want to connect with them and you want them to trust you. But you have to remember, too, that and it's a fine balance, but you have to remember, like, we're not here to be their friends. We're here to be their parents. And yes. And you know what? And it is hard. It is hard parenting. It's hard to be the one where your kid comes home and says, I'm the only one that doesn't have Snapchat. Like all my friends have it. Their moms let them have it. Like it's hard. It's hard. It's not for the weak of heart for sure. But, you know, we have, you know, we have to do what we can to protect our kids. And we wouldn't send our kids to somebody's house if they were like a pedophile, but yet so many parents are giving a weapon to children and they're just being exposed to, to just horrible things. So, you know, if you guys are going to give your child a loaded weapon, teach them how to use it. Yeah, Um, for sure. Well, there you go, guys. This has been a flipping amazing. I've loved it so much. How can people get a hold of you and see what you're up to? Shameless plug time. Let's hear it. (laughs) Well, you can check out the Compassion Club at showcompassion.org. 
and we are on Instagram, compassion underscore club. And we are on Facebook as well, compassion um, club and foundation. So that is how you can find the compassion club. So. Yes. And all of that will be in the podcast description. So go and check her out. See what you can do to get a compassion club in your school. Don't talk to administration because sometimes they suck. Um, yeah, no, I'm kidding. For sure. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> unless yes. you are, unless you are, unless you're an admin, then we love you so much. And we want you to, 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 to get the curriculum, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, go check her out. Um, and then as always, if you want your daily dose of positivity, go check me out at bulliesbe.gon on Instagram. And if you want me to speak at your school church or even email me at bullies.speaker at gmail.com, all of that will be in the description as well. Always remember you are wonderful. You are worthy and you are worth it. Go home and give your kids an eight second hug and we'll see you on the next one.